Cat stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rip stalker, grown stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 217 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild, the Warcraft Hunters Union, and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beasts, Wizard Watch, and Bendak Well on Twitter. And I'm Artemis Howell from the Beach and at Artemis Howell on Twitter, as well as the Warcraft Hunters Union. Today is Sunday, May 17th, 2015, and we are broadcasting live on Twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Sonder, is there to take your questions as always. So, hey, we've got a full house today and a show. This is great. We've got, like, no news to talk about for the most part, but we're here. <laughs> um, so how's everybody doing? Good? Yeah, okay. good times. Yeah. I was sad we missed last week, but it didn't sound like anybody could come, so good time. No, well, Mother's well, was, Day, man. I know, it was Mother's Day. Talk about mommies. It was poor planning on our part. Well, I said today's Hunter's Day, so we're, we're here. We'll, we'll talk about hunters. Um, why don't we just jump into the, the patch 6.2 stuff? It's still going on on the PTR. There's raid testing and... Uh, but not not much in the way it would changes. But I think since the last time we did the show, we've learned a little bit more about the set bonuses and the weapons and maybe even the the, the, the trinkets that are coming out. So figured we could talk about that a little bit and see kind of where things how things are looking for all three of the specs going into Hellfire Citadel. So um, Delirium, why don't you talk? So let's talk about Trank Shot because they they made a change to that. Why don't you go over what that changes? Yeah, so this has been pretty interesting. Uh, basically, Trank Shot's baseline functionality is swapping with the Glyph. So it used to be, you know, we had focus cost and no cooldown, and with the Glyph, you could get it for free. Um, and now it's uh, backwards at that rate. So it's baseline going to have no focus cost and a 10 second CD, and the Glyph will put it at 40 focus and no CD. Um, which just seems like there's pretty mixed reactions, or nobody's quite sure how to feel about that yet. It looks like for Beast Mastery PvPers, the glyph is going to be pretty mandatory. Um, and everybody else is kind of just depends on what you're doing, I guess. So what what makes the glyph mandatory then for, for uh, Beast Masters and for PvP? So at least how it works right now, uh, casting a Trank Shot during... Uh, Bestial Wrath does more damage. It doesn't do any damage itself, but it stops healing and stops buffs. So it acts as though it was doing more damage than a, uh, than casting an arcane shot would, uh, normally do. So, so you're better off cast, you know, spamming trank shots than you are if you're, you know, say going against a Resto Druid or, or a Pally. Um, You'll do more net damage to them, or cause more, yeah, cause more damage to them if you're casting trank shots instead of arcane shots, uh, which is weird. I I don't know if that was uh, in the realm of possibilities, but with that half cost, it'll still only be 20 focus out of you know 120. So it looks like that'll still be a pretty viable strategy for Beastmaster PVPers. Yeah, and again, I guess the, the key there is casting it while under Bestial Wrath, so the focus cost is, what, 20 instead of 40. Right. Yeah, which is the, the, the key thing there. I mean, uh, is anyone else, any any real thoughts about this? I mean, PvE doesn't make much of a difference. I mean, Bendak, I mean, what do you think about the Trank Shot change? Uh, in terms of rating, I like it because the fights where you needed Trank Shot, you pretty much had to use the Glyph, so... You know, it's just another glyph slot. Now I can keep using my glyph of disengage or whatever else I was going to use. So from a PvE perspective, I mean, I don't see any point where I would use the new glyph because 40 focus is just like, it's just too too much deeps. Yeah, the yeah. only time I can think of that we had to cast it more than that was challenge modes in MOP. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head, I can't think of one where we need it more often than 10 seconds in challenge modes now, but there might be one I'm not thinking of. 
in MLP, there were a couple where we had to have it, you know, way more than 10 seconds. And Artemis, your thoughts on the, on the glyph change or the trank shot change? Did we lose Artemis? Wave yeah, because in. it really does help for PvE, because I found myself really frustrated with the current change, and there's some fights even right now where I'm like, okay, I really need a spell, but you're costing me a kill command, please. Mm -hmm. And it's just a really nice change to the PvE scene. Not quite sure how it's going to change PvP too much outside of what you're talking about with BM, but I don't know. I'm... Eh. It's good. Yeah, I was glad to hear what you, you were talking about uh, as far as the PvP and, and the Beast Master because beyond that, it just seemed to me that the glyph was going to be uh, worthless for the most part. Not not something that you would you would you would look to use under most circumstances. Not not as bad as what is it, the glyph of aspect of the pack per se, but kind of hanging out with them at the bar, so to speak. You mean glyph of the lean pack? The lean pack, excuse me. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, I, still, one I, I still think that glyph is just a giant joke or something. That's the best glyph ever. A major glyph. I don't get it. And then the minor glyph extends the range, and the, the major glyph decreases it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those odd things that... Uh... And when did they introduce... They introduced it like late in, in MOP 2, if I recall. It was like a... <laughs> towards towards the end. It wasn't even coming in at the beginning. Gift. Of that expansion, it just sort of popped up out of nowhere and just made made no sense whatsoever to trying to trying to figure out. In fact, if any of our listeners out there have have used it or or, or know of a good use for it, let us know because I'm stumped. I've never I've never used it. Um, I think I think of if you want to use aspect of the pack and kind of be a jerk about it with be no help to your raid whatsoever. But you might as well just do cheetah <laughs> at that point. Well, if you want to be a jerk, you use the other glyph. To extend yeah, it. yeah. So, but that's it. But yeah, I think for PVE, the, the zero focus cost uh, in the 10 seconds, probably fine for, for most uh, circumstances for, for Trank Shot. Uh, so why don't we talk about the weapons real quick? Because I think one of the things we, we, we on the last show, we, we mentioned that the first boss in Hellfire Citadel was going to drop a ranged weapon, which was a nice change of pace given how difficult they were to come by this time around that you had to wait for Maidens and Blast Furnace. So you got pretty deep into Blackrock Boundary before you got a hint of a ranged weapon. Um, so I know we're going to get them off the first boss, but what did you notice about them, uh, Bendek? I'll ask you because it wasn't, is the item level, like we've noticed that some of the weapons get that drop. The higher you go into Hellfire Citadel, the item level was increasing. Yeah, I think there's um, four tiers of item levels in each, within each like difficulty. So there's, uh, for example, the the range weapons. The one off the first boss is 690. That's in normal mode. And then the the next one is 695, and then the next one is 700. And that's all within the same difficulty. And then I think the final boss is even five above that, but we don't have any weapons on that boss, unfortunately. So for the hunters, then, um, so what does it what does it look like then in terms of the bosses and the drops and the item level for for our ranged weapons this time? Well, I believe the there was the gun off the first boss, and then I believe the crossbow was, I think it was on like the eighth boss. And then the bow is on the second last boss, so it's 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 pretty well spread out. I mean, there's a good chance you're gonna get your hands on the gun at least. It's won't yeah, be a huge upgrade though because it's only five item levels above the heroic weapons from BRF. I still don't like how the item level gating is right now because it's all in the same tier of difficulty, but. You know, some classes do have weapons off the last boss, and we don't get that opportunity. And what our hunters were really good with when it comes to weapons, uh, some, like Marksman, for example, scales excellently with weapon item level, even with, you know, the five level difference. Imagine that Warforce with a socket. It's just going to be a little unfair. Yeah, I'm not sure. We're not the only class that's affected by that. There's a few that don't have any weapons. In the last boss, but I'm guessing that they don't have any weapons 
from the earlier bosses to balance it. I don't know how it works. Although, although given a choice, I think I'd rather get something off the the latter bosses, something more powerful, and forego yeah. the the early ones. If you know if that were an option, I mean, is it, I wonder if is it. Well, I'm sure it's deliberate. I don't think it's an oversight. It's probably deliberate, but um, are they taking into account, you know, our damage from, you know, trinkets and uh, set bonuses and things? And I mean, is it and that damage plus the the lower item level weapons? I mean, does that mean we're outputting the same as those other classes with the higher level weapons? I mean, could we be that lucky or... Yeah, I can't remember which dev it was, but uh, one of them on, had a forum post that they put up that was saying they were this tier planning on balancing based on both the ring and the trinkets that you get off the last boss. So, like, if if the ring isn't as powerful for your spec, the trinket should be better for your spec. And some kind of weird things like that that sound really hard to balance around. So, I'm I'm not sure how they. Uh, plan on pulling it off, especially with the trinkets not being applicable until you've finished the raid. So, yeah, I, I don't know if that, that'd be really a really bold move if they were planning on giving uh, classes without the weapon options, you know, more power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be a little bit sort of, like you say, hard to balance, a little bit complicated to, to kind of track <laughs> as, as well as implement, but, but, but maybe, maybe. But like I say, it's always fun to get a good item off the the, the last boss like that. So <clears throat> I think having a, a ranged weapon off there would would have, would have been nice for for sure for sure. Well, that first weapon does it has the ideal stats for BM at least haste and haste and mastery. No, right. yeah, and you know, like I said, you know, we we had to wait a while to get a ranged weapon in, in Black Rock. So you know, getting something right out of the gate, you know, possibly on that first night will will be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, because those first bosses tend to be, you know, you tend to get those on farm pretty darn quickly. And at least initially for most most guilds, you know, that's the one you're going to you're going to see the most. So the, the chances of getting that that weapon early on should be pretty, pretty high, which is which is good. So, well, why don't we talk a little bit about the set bonuses now? They're available on the PTR. I haven't had a chance to get on there and look at them, but um uh, have have you guys played around with them, Artemis? Have you played around with the set bonuses at all on the PTR? I've been waiting for ray testing to kind of pop up, but um, so far I have kind of poked at some of them. I have not touched the rival, admittedly, because I'm just not happy with survival's direction, <laughs> as you guys probably know. Um, the BM set bonus is really weird, though, with the focus fire situation going on. I feel like I never have to. Once I get five sack, I never have to worry about it again. It's like, okay, here, here we go. Um, I know Benak mentioned the boar being a bit bugged, so I really haven't gone as far as outside of a target dummy to really play with it. Um, and I really need to. I want to play marksman outside of a usual test dummy yet, and kind of play it in a raid situation before I can barely judge it. But I kind of like the direction of it right now. I still think BM is going to kind of be the king of everything again next year. That's really early speculation. Who knows what's going to change? Yeah, Marksman was so much fun to play with the four set bonus, uh, which is yeah. the instant aimed shot, which is, you know, it's a Marksman's thing this tier, you know, or this uh, expansion since they took away the random instance and there go my dogs. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're the kind of slow. <laughs> He's got and, stampede uh, going on, boys. <laughs> It's, you know, it's been a really slow feeling spec. You spend a lot of time waiting. It's felt like caster kind of class. But uh, it's really fun to play with those instants, and especially with Thrill of the Hunt. Whenever it comes up and you just get to bam out a bunch of instant aim shots, it's amazing. I really enjoyed it. And at least on Patchwork right now, it's doing amazing single target damage. It's just blowing the other two out of the water. I don't know how it'll be adjusted with the four set, but... It's uh, it's and BM of course doesn't really have a four set yet, as it's bugged a bit. The fun, but thing it was with, fun to play. Yeah, I mean the fun thing with marksman as well is because it's so strong single target, and because we don't have Fox anymore, we can kind of do what an arcane mage would do in siege and just stand in Africa out on our own and just, <laughs> you know, pew pew. 
So the four piece for 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 marksman that just makes it's not a proc, right? It just it's just an, it just changes the right aim shot to be instant like all the time. Exactly. <laughs> so when you think about all the other things, uh, yeah, that that's interesting because you know some of the the, the benefits of well, one of you know the rapid fire, for example, is reducing the cast time of aim shot, but you don't have to worry about that. Now you just get the the crit bonuses and the the, the careful Those aim crits. and all of that from 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 rapid fire. So, Chad, that's crazy. Then while we're at it, the the two piece uh, for those who haven't heard about it is um, when you get a crit with chim shot, you have a forty percent chance to gain rapid fire for four seconds. So basically, if you build up a bunch of focus for um, before you chim shot and you do get that little rapid fire burst, you can knock out four aim shots in a row uh, that all crit, and it's just spectacular. And is Lone Wolf still going to be the way to go, I guess, for marksmanship, or or is is there any benefit to considering focus fire? Yeah, because it's a lot more focus-starved, I and did focus better. Star. Focusing um, shot, I mean. Right. Yeah, I did I better agree. myself with focusing shot. I don't know if somebody who is really skilled with their focus management might be able to pull off Lone Wolf. I'm not sure. You know, we'll have to see when some sims come out, I guess. No, I mean, focusing shot kind of makes sense for what Marksman's doing right now and being able to just build up that much focus quick enough to dump, you know, that much focus out at the same time. So focusing shot right now just feels very powerful once you have your four set. I think before you get to your two set or four set, you're probably going to want to go with Lone Wolf, though. Yeah, and I like the idea with the two set, you know, when you get those little bits of, of rapid fire going. I mean, of course, I don't know if you want to try and squeeze in a focusing shot there, but uh, probably not. But <clears throat> it would help with the, the cast time of that a little bit. Well, but I always like focusing shot as an ability, so it just uh, it's nice to see that, at least with marksmanship. So I think marksmanship, I, I, I honestly, I think Beast Mastery and marksmanship will be the two specs that uh, pretty much everyone's going to be playing with. In six two, yeah. Unless some major overhaul happens to survival in the next month, yeah. I keep waiting for some something to happen in a new build for survival. I'm just like, this is going to be the build they're going to do something. But I really don't yeah. think this is how survival is going to be the way it is when it finishes. Otherwise, if it is, I don't know what to expect for survival players in six point two. Um, Maybe there's going to be some crazy AoE fight where survival has a niche and pulls through with, you know, its new mastery changes and everything. But right now, I'm just not feeling it, you know? Well, it's just the fact that there's no, now there's no reason to to refresh your, your Serpent Stings before they expire. It's like, it's pointless. So I don't know. It just seems kind of, you're not trying to maximize your multi-shots and arcane shots anymore. It's just... Um, you know, every 15 seconds. Yeah. I mean, is there... Disappointing. I mean, is there yeah. any harm to refreshing the, the Serpent's thing, or there's just no benefit there's, to there's it? There's no harm. It's just, there's just no benefit because you don't right. get the instant ticks anymore. Mm-hmm. So. so it's like we have a less powerful uh, multi-shot than even Marksman has right now. As for the set bonuses... um the four piece for survival isn't working right now either. It's just not doing any damage, but it does. You see the little graphic and the sound effect. Yeah, yeah it looks cool. Yeah, it only happens on like the the first tick, not every tick. But uh, I don't know. There could be potential there if you get that trinket from Archimond. You like put Black Arrow on like three targets, and then you get a lock and load, and you like I don't know. Say there's a bunch of targets everywhere, and you spread your explosive shots out to each target. You might get like a big AOE spread if there's anything, any encounters like that, but that's all I can really think of for that. And we don't even know if it's what kind of damage it is either, like if it's the radius or anything. Just to wait for a future build. Okay, hang on. One second, we're trying to. All right. Which actually, Roger Brown is, is he's typing in Skype, so we're going to bring him on uh, in just a second here. And in fact, I'd like to get his thoughts on. He's like the ultimate survival uh, hunter. He's been, you know, 
survival for life. So I at least want to get his thoughts on, on where that spec stands and the, the bonuses as well. Hello. Are you there, Roger? Welcome to, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How's it going? Okay. We're good. We're good. So we um, were just talking a little bit about the, the set bonuses here, uh, and we're touching upon survival, and we're all, all the opinion that survival seems to be falling way behind here. And I know I know it's a favorite spec of yours, so what are your thoughts on survival Look, going right. into 6.2? Well, uh, there was a huge nerf to survival. Oh, sorry. Wait, I had to mute the stream. Uh, there was a huge nerf to survival, which uh, was the fact that your Serpent Sting basically didn't instantly proc when you threw an Arcane Shot anymore. Uh, and that is a massive DPS loss, even though they nerfed something else as well. I can't remember what it was. But this was the, the big one, the big nerf. Uh, and that's why I tried it I tried it at the start on the PTR, on a few bosses when we're testing them. And it was just massively behind both the other two Hunter specs. So I I I don't think anyone is going to be playing it unless there's some buff along the way. So unfortunately, probably not going to play survival at all uh, the way it seems now. And also another problem was uh, the trinket. You know, basically the balance is going to depend on the tier bonuses and also the trinkets and the. Survival Archimonde Trinket is like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Don't know, right. you guys know yeah. what it is? It's terrible. Yeah, we were talking hey. about that a minute ago. Right, yeah, okay, sorry. Uh, so that's not going to be used. Having said that, the Marksmanship one is not far off. It's also pretty terrible. Uh, don't know if you talked about that one too, but... Uh, not much um, in that one. That's that's the, the long view, right? Uh, you're... Yeah, the longer, the, far, the, the further you are away from a boss, the more damage you're going to be doing. Now, the problem with that is, A, there's a lot of bosses where you're going to want to gather up in the raid. So, you're going to be maybe way closer to the boss than usual. So, that makes the trinket completely useless. And also, the other problem is that if you're trying to maximize it on a boss, so you're standing far, far, far away, even, you know, with a sniper, um, the... The mastery, right? It's called sniper training, I think, yeah. yeah? Yes. Yeah. So even if you get that buff and you get the extra yards and you're even further away and you get that trinket pushed to the max, ah, okay, the boss moves like uh, five yards in the front and you miss like two globals because you need to move forward and, you know, there's some reaction time. So you miss at least one global, which is, you know, negates the whole point of the trinket because the boss moved out of range. So... So, yeah, I think that Trinket is also really bad. Uh, I haven't tested BM, to be fair, because uh, the other hunters have been testing it. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's going to be basically Marksmanship and be Beastmaster, depending on the boss. Marksmanship seems really good, single target, and uh, Beast Mastery obviously, for the cleaving uh, part of it. Unfortunately, I don't see survival being better at anything. I mean, I like the Marsman Trinket in concept, but I really do agree with your point so far, especially with my personal experiences in the current retesting. So, eh, it was cool in design, but where is it actually going to follow through? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it would be way better if it said something like, uh, if you are further than 20 yards from a target, you gain this amount of buff, so that you never, like, you, you try to be further away from a boss, a certain yard range, but when they make it so that it scales, the further you are away from it, then they're balancing it around the fact that you're not going to be, that you're going to be, you know, as far away from the boss as possible. But that's like massive problems there. Like, maybe it's going to be good for some bosses. Okay, to be honest, well, well, let's be real here. To be honest, the only fight I actually saw that being like maybe viable-ish on was right now Fell Reaver, and that's still like depending on your strat, kind of pushes it. Yeah, the problem with Fell Reaver though is that uh, basically this trinket has some disadvantage, which is that 
whenever you're not DPSing a boss, you don't you lose you know flat out you lose of this trinket like you lose a percent of its value. Whereas if you have a cooldown used uh, trinket, because you know Fell River charges away and there is the up phase and you you know you're running away with the debuffs and stuff like that. So during all those all all those seconds that you're not actually DPSing the boss, uh, wait, Fell River is the, I'm talking about the right boss, right? The one that yeah, flies yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the one that right. the second boss. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the other trinket is gonna keep coming up on cooldown while you're not doing anything, so you're not really wasting it. So as soon as the boss comes down, you have it again and you press it. Whereas this one just does nothing. When you're doing nothing, it does nothing. And same with the MMR, um, uh, MMR, RPPM trinket. Uh, the more you don't attack, uh, the more likely it's going to proc later on. So you're still getting some benefit from when there's dead time. So I don't know. Uh, I just... Maybe if it had some raw stats on it, instead of just this part of the more away you are, the more damage you do. Like, if it had some... Passive agility or something, maybe, but nah. I don't know. I'm not excited about it. And I'm also hoping that um, with the testing right now and seeing the players' interest in how the Marksman Trinket works, there is possibly a way for them to maybe change how the Marksman Trinket works. I also still think they need to change the uh, Focus Fire aspect of the BM set right now, but you said you haven't tested BM. Um, basically, like, once you get five stacks as Beast Mastery right now, you can have, like, infinite focus fire uptime, and it's kind of ridiculous, so I think it's kind of right. silly that you never it's have to It's not even use... a skill ability, is it? There's, right, it's no not. It's, like, literally once you hit five... <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, once you hit five stacks, you win, you win the fight, you know? Now it's gonna be a race of who gets five stacks first for parsing, basically. Yeah, what is it? Basically, the, you add seconds every time your arcane shot or something, right? I think it's three seconds with arcane shot or multi shot. So it's like you're gonna have whatever yeah. focus fire for years. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, but by, by the time it falls off, you're gonna have it back up because uh, right. the pet will have five stacks, right? Yeah. Yeah, if it falls off too. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> hmm. I really, I must say though, I really, I, I didn't even. Realized, I don't know how I missed it, that the four piece from Arxmanship was the instant aim shots. That felt kind of cool. I don't know. It kind of brought some memories back when, you know, when my aim shot was still uh, an instant cast back in uh, I, uh, Wrath of the Lich King, right? That's when they changed it in Cataclysm. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, th this also makes it so huge RNG wise. On the pool, how much damage you're gonna do? Because in the past you wanted the thrill of the hand proc, so you can pump those aim shots back to back, right? Now you throw them even faster, so you can squeeze in even more of those aim shots during your cooldowns, so and your potion and everything. So if you keep getting the thrill of the hand procs, you just have insane burst at the start, and if you don't <laughs> get any, you're completely screwed. So. I don't know. I, I I did feel though the the marksmanship feeling of I'm I'm a turret and I'm shooting like a truck. So that was cool. Yeah, I think the um I don't really like the um the four set or is it the two set? Whatever the one that spawns the Felbor for BM. That's the four set little, for BM. I think it's a little weak though for a four set, don't you think? Like it's not as cool of an effect. We've seen that effect before. Like, oh, you summon a pet. TOT, for example, was the latest one where we had like the um, what was it, the lightning stuff that came out when you sh whenever you had like a I don't remember, but but that's well, that's the set bonus right now too for yeah, Wrath, you get a pet. Yeah, current set bonus. I, I know, but again, it's like we see it already. It's like great. Yeah. We want pets. We're hunters. Cool. Let's have something cool. Oh, BM come hunters out. want pets. Wait, <laughs> 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 it's based. Basically, like a dire beast, or without the focus part. Yeah. Not sure what the damage is yet on him, but he he charges in, so he's a little different. He doesn't um he doesn't spawn on the target. He kind of charges in. It looks pretty cool, but right now he misses all of his attacks, so no idea what the damage is. 
That's right. You mentioned he was he was bugged currently on on the PTR. Obviously, that'll that'll get fixed. But and it lasts for the duration of your focus fire too, correct? So I mean, if what you're saying well, is you he'll can, be up the whole fight, yeah. yeah. Right. So so as soon as he, yep, as soon as you pop focus fire, that'll be up for forever. <laughs> um, what about the Archimon trinket? Did you try it? Where your pet is basically red the whole time, the whole fight? Almost the whole time. He it's they yeah. used to be an extra. 50 seconds, but now it's an extra 30 seconds. So your, oh, pet's, okay. your pet's red for 40 seconds, and you're, you're red for 10 seconds. Right. Uh, but it, what about if you have the reset, if you have the four-piece from the... Two-piece, yeah. Uh, Two-piece, right. The, the two-piece from Black Rock Foundry. Well... It's basically 100%. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but what if you also uh, have the um trinket, too, the class trinket, where... um, Or, I'm sorry, not the class trinket, the... What am I thinking? Ah, forget it. We are talking about the class trinket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only once I've been only been drinking a bit. Long. You know what? Leave me alone. Oh, <laughs> uh, the BM trinket, I don't know. It's 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 the, definitely the most reliable out of all of them because it's just just raw damage. That's all it is. You don't have to yeah. worry about distance or or putting black arrows on other targets or anything like that. I had a thought. Yeah, what if um, how powerful is that trinket though with the focus fire uptime? When you have permanent focus fire, basically with your pet having the forty seconds of beastful wrath. Yeah, it's powerful because it, it not only that, but it increases the beastful wrath damage by like twelve percent. So your pet does thirty-two percent more damage instead of twenty. Actually, on mythic, I think it's like twenty percent extra damage. So. At that point, what does your opener kind of look like? Do you wait for the Fizax, or are you still popping your... I mean, obviously you're going to want to pop your Beastful Wrath off the bat, but imagine that now with, like, getting a Fizax kind of quickly. I imagine you might still want That'd be a ridiculous opener. No, I'm not saying delayed Beastful Wrath at all or anything. I'm saying, like, if you had, like... If you got lucky and you had your Fizax proc pretty quickly, imagine that on top of, like, your Stampede being out, you have the class ring, and you also have the two set. Yeah, I'm not sure if, if it'll be worth. You, I imagine you might still want to use that first stack right right away, and then and then wait till you get your five stacks before you use it again. Or uh, instead of waiting for the five first five stacks, so at least the first twenty or thirty seconds of your stampede has something on it. Yeah, right. well, you might unless it's a five minute forty second fight exactly. Yeah, there's a good chance you'll be delaying stampede now. That's true. Is yeah. it's going to get more benefit from five stacks of focus fire frenzy for the or frenzy focus fire whatever for the entire duration than it will from your you know ten to fifteen seconds of trinket buffs at what about during heroism, part of it? Yeah, there's heroism and yeah, the it'll depend as well. on that. Yeah, because they they really the stampede pets really scale with haste, so it's I don't know. I guess someone would have to do the math on that if it's worth holding out. Yeah, the, and there's just so many variables. We'll have to see on a lot of that stuff. But did, you guys, I, uh, did you guys get a ahead, chance to test any of the bosses? Or you didn't bother with that? Of course, yeah. Just not with the new sets or anything yet, so it's been kind of with the raw damage of the old tier sets going in. Monday I should be able to get a first-hand glimpse of everything together, so I don't. I'm not going to test Survival, obviously, because rest in peace, no offense. But uh, I'm yeah. going to get a try at. <laughs> sorry. I'm going to get a try at Marksman and BM for sure. The class rank gets in the PTR, correct, right? Yeah, yeah, we're good. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to yeah. be able to hopefully play with everything Monday and just really get a feel of how everything feels for certain fights. The other trinkets are there too. Yeah, oh, they have everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we did try uh, Archimonds. Is it Archimon? That's how you call him, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's the final boss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the fight is pretty cool. There's, I think it's a bit complicated in terms of he has some abilities, and then he gains some abilities and loses some of his old ones, but some stay, and then it's just you know every few percentages he gains abilities and loses other abilities. So it's kind of confusing to be honest. It took me some time to actually get a feeling of 
how this fight is actually supposed to happen. Because, um, yeah, I mean, at 85% is the first uh, phase change, 70% is the second. I think then it's 40. So you have a big phase of 70 till 40. And then you get the last phase at 25% or 20. I'm not sure. I think the journal was a bit off. There were some changes done that weren't reflected there. But overall, I tried to fight. I think hunters are pretty decent there. Because I'm guessing that in the end you're going to want to move a lot in this fight in the room. Because there's fire jumping from one place to another. Like, as I said, I don't know if you if you guys seen the fight, but yeah, there's, there's fire which basically jumps where you are standing, so you're going to have to move. And yeah, I think hunters are going to be kind of useful there. The only problem that I have is that maybe you're going to play BM because there is a lot of cleaving involved in this fight. There's a lot of ads coming in. I don't know what will end up being more important. Single target damage or the cleaving part. But, yeah. There's a lot of ads at some point in the fight. I don't know. if. Yeah. I mean, and do we do we know how Marksman and BM single target is comparing with one another? I mean, is there are they are they close or is there a a big advantage for for Marksman? Well, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure because uh, with a four piece and the trinkets and everything, um, we haven't really we didn't really do a single target boss, right? Like Archimon is way like there's a lot of things going on. But uh, before of the four sets and the trinkets it did seem like marksmanship was a little bit ahead in single target but obviously when there is cleaving involved bm is way superior then again there are some fights where you you're like do i really need that much cleave or is it better to let some other classes do the cleaving and i do the single target for example there's that boss uh, where there are those three pools you know i don't know if you what is it? I, I really am not Oh, yeah, good yeah, yeah. The one with the hands and stuff where you want to cleave down, right? Right. There's the gripping hands, which grips you. And then if it's empowered, it drags you towards a pool. And if you reach the pool, you die. If it's yeah. not empowered, it just grabs you and you stay there. So basically what you want to do is group up. Uh, not too much, though, because when they come out, you take damage AOE around you. Anyways, you group up, though, relatively. And then you AOE them down as fast as possible. Now, if you have other classes who can also destroy them without your need to do any damage on them, then you can keep focusing the boss, maybe throw a barrage, and that's it. But if it ends up being a problem, probably BM is going to be better. So it's always... yeah, It depends what, what is needed to kill a fight. It's not always, in my opinion, about the overall max DPS, because, yeah... Damage on the boss matters as well. And so with with Hellfire Citadel, I haven't looked at the the bosses too much, but are we are we finding any special jobs in there? You know, the, some of the, those mechanics that hunters have seemed to excel at um, throughout this whole expansion. You know, the things that don't involve damage, but we're because we can move and we're hunters. <clears throat> It's our responsibility, like the flamethrowers and, and things of that nature. Are we, are, we, are we seeing any more of those types of mecha- type of mechanics right now? Right. So I don't want to do- go into too much detail because maybe there are <laughs> some things we want to try out, right? Uh-huh. Uh, all right. But, uh, you know, some of them might work, might not work. Um, I think, though, that the hunters are not going to be that bad. Uh, like, there are things... You can still you can do obviously, and maybe it's not something that only a hunter can do, but still you're gonna want a hunter to do it. Um, plus, I I I think with the removal of aspect of the fox, hunters have this extra advantage of moving while DPSing. So hunters will be useful some for certain jobs just because you don't lose any damage, and you know there's there's. There are some phases maybe where everyone is supposed to be moving, but hunters can move and DPS at the same time, so you they're better at it, you know? Um, yeah, like, 
as I said, Archimond, for example, there is a phase where you enter a portal and then you go into the Twisting Nether and there's some single target there and you need to avoid the star, which if it reaches you, you explode and you die. You're thrown into the Twisting Nether. Good luck, have fun. Uh, and yeah, there again, you're moving around. You can still DPS while moving. You can. You only need single target. So yeah, Hunter is excellent in there compared to let's say I don't know a class that doesn't really move as well because you need as I said you need to move away from the star and the faster you're done with killing the thing inside the faster you're going to go out the faster you go back on the boss so yeah I think that's 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 where Hunter will probably be selected to go in instead of someone else Uh, any other special jobs I mean there's so many bosses that but honestly, I don't even know. Um, yeah. I can't really think of too much. But the, as I said, like you have the boss, what's it called? The bird boss. And there's a lot of movement on the bird boss again. So I hate that fight. Sorry. I think, I think that fight, actually, it hasn't really even been tested properly still after so many tries. I agree, uh, though. A lot of the stuff on that was pretty bugged. Yeah, like there was an ability which basically didn't work at all. I think the the bird fight, fights, honestly, the names are just too weird, I can't remember. Uh, there's a lot of movement, so even though there's not really a specific special job required, you wanna you wanna bring hunters. That's 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 how I saw it. Now, still gonna wanna see the end, how it ends up with the damages, damage meters, because that still matters, obviously. But I think we're okay. We're okay. We're not gonna be begging for a raid spot. I I actually think the instance is not that melee friendly. There's a lot of fights where I was like, well, this sucks for melee. Melees are not really helping here. What's going on? I think on? I agree with you. I think a lot of the fights for melee, you're probably just gonna want like EKs. Not gonna name which ones, but uh. Multiple might be nice on a couple fights, and you're gonna want like maybe a rogue for smoke bomb, and then maybe like a warrior. Um, a lot of melee right now just. Yeah. Eh, you know. Yeah, uh, eh. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think um, rogues and death knights are definitely the melees you will see in raids over, let's say, a red paladin or an enhancement shaman. I don't think those are going to be that useful. Sorry. There's a couple fights where I can see Enhance being very strong on, but again, that's... As Enhance Shamans goes, it's like a once-in-a-while fight each tier where it's like, oh my god, I really wish we had an Enhance Shaman to really help out with this fight. I really agree with you there. Like, Ranger can be really strong, and I can honestly see most guilds... Hunters won't be fighting for a spot. You're probably going to want to bring at least two in at the bare minimum. Just because of the fact that we don't have Fox anymore, but we can do things on the move and our damage will still peak from that. Well, that's the thing, because you say, oh, hunters don't have Aspects of the Fox anymore, so they have no utility. Why bring them? Well, it goes the we other still way. still do. But they, <laughs> yeah, no Fox means less damage while moving for the other casters, so hunters are going to be better. So I don't know. It's a double-edged sword. <laughs> I don't they're know, not man. gonna basically like they're not gonna nerf us to the ground because we don't have Fox. They're going to keep us at a steady balance where you know a lot of these moving fights we're actually gonna shine a lot on. There's a lot of fights so far that I've tested where it's like holy crap! I wish we did have Asp with the Fox for you know these healers because I feel really bad for them or you know right man these yeah. poor DPS <laughs> they're missing out on what we can do. Yeah, I'm like uh, I'm, we're actually jokingly saying on Teamspeak a lot of times. Uh, okay, using Aspect now. You know, when there's a lot of movement, like on, um, what's his name? Kill, Killrog? Um, yeah, there's a, uh, Killrog, the, the boss, with spoiler alert, he takes over the Iron Horde, because he drinks the blood from Gul'dan. Oh, I'm Yo, sorry. Yo, massive spoilers, calm down here. We're a family-friendly show. Guys, finish the legendary quest line. Sorry. Alright. Uh, I don't know how big a spoiler that is. That's kind of, our, like you said, if you've done your legendary so far, you... We, right. we, we know this already, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, 
So we, uh, yeah, you fight that boss, and there is a phase where he's like whirlwinding, and he spawns, you know, some bolts which explode on your feet. So you are kind of tap dancing. You're moving all the time, away from those stuff falling on the on on your feet. So I really don't want to even see how a, being a caster feels like during that phase, because without Fox, Fox would be perfect there. It would be the best thing, but there's no more Fox. So, good luck. Casters and healers, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I'll tell you what. So, why don't we move on now to do some of the listener Q&A. We've got a few questions to, to catch up on. So, uh, let's read this first one here. This was from BGR11123. And he's asking, he says, So, I take it steady focus will be the survival talent of choice in 6.2? Well... So assuming that anyone wants to play survival in 6.2, which we kind of determined isn't likely to happen unless there's some big changes, is that a good talent choice for, for survival hunters? You might be taking Lone Wolf, in which case Steady Focus loses a lot of its um, kind of benefit because your pet's not getting any extra damage from it because you don't have a pet. Uh, but yeah, it's really hard to guess the way it is right now. I just can't imagine... Uh, either thrill or steady focus being much benefit um yeah i actually don't know to be fair um i don't know i don't know why you would even want to play survival honestly ah i think and that's coming end, from you especially that's cuz i know you 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 love that spec or you have in the past right so. Well, to be honest, I've always loved both specs. I just don't like BM. I don't know. Mm. I just... Mm. I played it a bit too much in MOP, and I just got bored, and I'm I'm like sick and tired of the pets, to be fair. You have uh, so many bugs always with the pets as well. It's frustrating. You have like the Archimonde, as I said. You go into the Twisting Nether. Oh, guess what? Whenever you entered the twisting nether the pet would not follow you like okay that's great and i mean sure some of most of these things do get fixed but you still might have a case where a pet is just bugged or it's yeah it's just annoying you and it's gonna be like frustrating playing with a pet anyways so yeah i've always liked marksmanship though so i'm glad to play it again I'm I'm fine with marksmanship or survival. They both feel really nice to me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, enjoy marksmanship. Honestly, <laughs> I think it will be really strong. Yeah, so I think that's gonna have to be it. We'll get back to you on that. I don't know if yeah, will yeah, exactly. Yet. Like I don't want to give anybody info because I honestly don't know how it looks. Uh, there's so many new things. Again, tier pieces are different your bonuses, the trinkets, they can change a lot of stuff. So better hold on to your hat. <laughs> for that, uh, I'm sure there's going to be everything uh, simulated and everything will be clear by the time that the patch hits. So don't worry. And then next up was Artie1901. So he was asking, so, so with the Beast Mastery tier 18-2 set, you'll be able to keep up focus fire indefinitely. That was sort of what he's asking. And, and then he's asking because if you can do that, I see the set bonus getting the nerf bat soon. And, and any concerns? Uh, Bendek, are you concerned that they're going to nerf uh, the tier set for Beast Mastery? Or you think these are pretty much going to go live as is? I don't know. I'd like to think that when they made it, they knew that would happen because it's it's pretty obvious that that's the result. Like it's almost like they wanted to remove like all that RNG aspect of the spec. You know, that's what it feels yeah. like to me. Because now it's just um they can almost balance the spec around you having focus fire up. I, so. To be honest, yeah, that's what it feels to me as well. I mean, as you saw, they removed they just want to make some um playstyle difference, I feel like. Uh that's what they did with uh, the marksmanship. Like, Ainshot is an instant cast. That's a massive difference. It feels way different playing with that. And I think that's what they did with Focus Fire. They also basically said, okay, let's make it permanent, basically. 
so that it changes your rotation. You don't have to think about about it so much. You just put it up at the start, and then, uh, well, if it drops, you just instantly press it again, and you're good to go. Uh, so that's how it feels to me. And I think if there's going to be a nerf, it's not going to be to the way that the 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 bonus works. It's more going to be a difference of of uh, uh, they're going to nerf how much benefit you get from having it up. If you know what I mean. Yeah, and honestly, I think that's appropriate. It's you know, kind of forty percent is so much AP. I don't know how they thought that was a good idea. So I won't be at all surprised if we skin nerf to focus fire and how much we get per stack of frenzy. And honestly, before they nerf the two base. I kind of don't want it to be we get nerfed because of our trinkets or tier sets, though. I kind of want it to be like maybe they change something about the tier sets or trinkets, so it's not like you know ridiculously out there. But if we compare ourselves to other classes and specs that are getting some ridiculous um, things added to them just from these trinkets and tier sets alone, are we really overpowered or are we just balanced? Like I'm not saying we're I don't think we're as OP as, you know, we think we are. I, I have to do some more testing myself, but I think we're fairly good and up there for the most part. If they're going to change anything, they really need to change something about the two set. Yeah, I've heard that the rogues get really crazy uh, set bonuses, like across all their specs. So Warlocks. I mean, Warlocks, for example, are oh, yeah, warlocks right now. Mages. Warlocks were looking really strong as well, yeah. Mages? I mean, there's some range right there. Rest in peace, Shadow Priest. I know they're having a really hard time right now, but as far as a class goes, I think we're pretty pretty good as far as skill versus actual output goes for um what we have to provide for the rest of the raid. Yeah. You have to keep in mind, though, like we don't have a final weapon off the last boss, and I know it's pretty dumb that some classes get that, but other classes don't as well, but they still get insane tiered procs, or they get insane trinkets, like DKs, rogues. I know, I think warriors were mentioning that they have something really stupid, but I haven't really tested or seen many warriors do as well. Um, but I know, like, for example, warlocks are pretty insane right now on multi-target fights, for example, and I don't really know if we can still compete as well as, you know, say a warlock or a mage with the four set or trinket. That's actually interesting that you mentioned it. Uh, do you guys feel like maybe they're actually going to make it uh, gated, how they release the dungeon? Because I hope not, but I was wondering, because of the eye level difference on items, maybe they will split it? I don't think it's going to be gated. It? No, no, no. I, I really don't think it's going to be gated except for LFR, but I really think that um what they're doing with the item level changes isn't cool or fair at all. I think it's it's appropriate that the last boss would have higher eye level. I think that feels pretty nice. You're like, oh, you know, I just killed the last boss and whatever drops is going to be more powerful than anything that dropped before. So I think it's a cool aspect and they have done it in the past, right? They but, have, uh, but not nearly as gated as they were doing right now. Where it's like, yeah, right wing. now it's... Here's another yeah. wing, here's another five item levels. Here's another wing, another five item levels. You know, I think it's a little too much, if that makes sense. Yeah, they scaled I, it back I, a little bit, but I think so too because you you have you will have the, the basically it will end up being that the first bosses because they drop lower eye level, in the end you're just gonna be like, okay, this is these are just useless bosses. Why am I even killing them? I don't need anything from them because any everything else is, you know, ten eye levels higher or even more. So why am I even killing? These bosses. I don't know. Can you even skip bosses? I doubt it, right? I don't think they're gonna make I, it. I'm so. not sure how they've designed it. I'm not it, sure about this Usually, tier. I mean, they've done that in the past. Although my guess is they probably will have designed it where you, maybe you can pick and choose where you need to go, but you probably have to kill everything in order to get to the to the end. Well, you know how they have the key this tier. I haven't yeah. seen anything about a key for what's the last boss Archimon yet. So, right. I don't know if you can really skip much. I really think this tier is still sort of... I think it's more gated than it was last year. It looks like... Mm -hmm. um, I was looking at Archimonde's loot. It looks like gloves will be our offset piece. Because <laughs> that's what Archimonde has. And they have crit and multi-strike on them. Mm -hmm. It'll be higher eye level than the tier, so... Yep, and that'll be perfect for, for marksmanship. 
So is that Archim- Archimonde or Archimonde uh, gear, will heroic Archimonde gear be better than the mythic first few bosses gear? Like higher uh, level? I think, yeah. Question. It's going to be, what, 715? I'm actually not sure. Heroic Archimonde is 720. Even and what's the worse mythic from than... the first bosses? Or uh, I'm talking about mythic from last year, because you know, obviously. Oh yeah, last, last year. Like 700. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but what is the mythic of the first boss loot? Can you check? Yeah, what's what's another boss name in there? 715, I thought was the mythic initially. Uh, it's you know the, the Iron the Reaver, first boss, Iron Reaver. Uh, it's the second boss. I think it's Iron Reaver, right? Yeah, that would be in the first tier of eye level. Yeah. Um, the mythic for Iron Reaver is 720 as well. Yeah, there you go. So it's the same, basically. Yeah. All right, so what else do we got? We have a couple of questions. I'm not sure if they're from <laughs> us or, or if it was this from Allie or, or not, but they're a couple of pretty good questions. Uh, one says, I've heard it's difficult to see the stuff on the floor of the new Hellfire with all the green spell effects. Do you think Blizzard will fix that? Um, you've tested some of this, Roger. I mean, is it? are there issues with the spell effects making it difficult to tell what's going on or is it is it you know pretty um, much the same as it's been with other other raids in the past yeah and, and, i can tell you um that i think it's because of the visual effects that they have given some spells right mm-hmm. uh i think they it, it will end up being better if they just work on those um visuals I don't think that there's a big problem with the place per se, like the place being greeny, but it's just that some things just aren't so well shown. So yeah, I agree that there's problem with certain things, but pretty sure they're gonna make it look better and more um, obvious. It's kind of like the way they did it for uh, Twi. And what was the name of that boss? The the drake where you could kill the three small drakes, but if you want to do it hard mode, you left them alive and you kill them. Obsidian the Sanctum, right? Yeah, yeah. Like Obsidian Sanctum, right? There used to be some red circles, but then they changed them to look blue, right, or something like that, because it was the, the floor was red and you were getting red circles. So then they just changed the color of it, right? I remember that instance. Yes, yes, yes. So that makes sense. Or someone was saying, oh, Sarth 3D. Maybe it was, yeah, the Obsidian Sanctum. Yeah, I was thinking of the other one down there that they introduced right after uh, that that kind of fill the gap kind of raid. Uh, Ruby Sanctum, I think is what it was. I don't know. But I, I, I know what you're saying, talking about. Right. Yeah. I th- uh, and there is also some visuals. Like we tried the boss with the three pools, as I said, where he has the gripping hands, the one we were talking about earlier. And on Mythic, there is like a mechanic where you need to soak things. Every time he drinks from a pool, mm-hmm. he will throw throughout the whole room. He will throw things, and you need to be standing there to soak it up. Otherwise, it stays on the ground forever. and basically limits your room where you can move. And you basically can't see it at all. You can't see where it's going to land. Well, basically, it lands everywhere, but still, it would be nice to see where it's actually going to land. And they don't have that at all, so... It's. I think they they're gonna change it though, because it's one of the first bosses. I think it's kind of better if they let you know things like that, so a bit better visually where things are gonna be. Yeah. I'm not sure if uh, the question was because of the effects from players, though, or is it just you know the boss casting something and it doesn't seem so visible on the floor. Uh. Yeah, I assume probably less to do with the player effects or maybe a combination of player effects and new uh, boss right. effects, you know, because the mm. player effects haven't changed much at all. I mean, right. probably not not at all uh, moving into 6.2, so it would have to be sort of the new boss boss spell effects. But, uh, if you want to see some crazy effects, there's that um, Blade Master trinket. <laughs> I don't know if you've tried it. Oh, yeah, 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 I tried it. <laughs> those, Where it spawns those, some, those whirlwind yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are some crazy effects. <laughs> yeah, I wish that they made it so that they follow though your target. I think it's really, really not nice that they stand still there. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm maybe, sure. Yeah, maybe they'd have to 
But maybe they do enough damage that, you know, it's worth the risk, you know? Right. It's, you know, you maybe have to plan ahead. Say there's like three targets, you kind of have to pick the best target to drop them on. Yeah, it's only a problem where, okay, the boss is moving and you're like, uh, where should I drop it? Okay, obviously you can work around it and you can place it properly, but it just feels like, oh, it's a trinket. I just want to press it to do more damage and that's it. I don't want to place it somewhere and then the tank is moving the boss and I start screaming to my tank, hey, stop moving. Kind of like uh, the way mages do when they move the boss away from the crystal, right? The prismatic crystal. Yeah, I just thought it was funny when I used it because it just looked like clones of my hunter doing raptor strikes. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool trinket. I'll give them that. All right. Well, I've got bad news. We've, we've come up upon our hour, and I know Artemis needs to get going, as as do I. So so why don't we go ahead and, and wrap this show up, and then we'll just come back. I don't know when we want to come back. I don't, I'm don't. i thinking we want to do it not next week, but just kind of go every other week after this. Only because next week's a holiday weekend here, so I'm thinking. Next week's a holiday already? Again? It is, yes. Yeah, right, Memorial Day here. Following week. Oh, no, no, so, no. So we won't do it next week, so why don't we just plan to, you know, readjust the schedule, if you will. So we'll go, uh, I guess we'll see you in June. May 31st. May 31st, yeah. There you go. All right. There we well, go, you, yeah. Cool. Well, you have been listening to episode 217 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beasts, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. Check I'm us Artemis. out on. Oops. Oh. No, you're oh. right. I oh, no. screwed that up. No, I'm Artemis. You're not Artemis. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> I'm Artemis Hell from at Artemis Hell on Twitter, Warcraft Hunters Union, and The Beach. Ah, The Beach. All right. Well, check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or our, add our RSS feed to your reader, and we'll have all these links available in our show notes. If you have a question or topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. Yep, and we will maybe read this if you send it in. We're getting better at that. <laughs> All right, stay thirsty, my friends. Remember to drink your dark brew lager. Siempre presta la moción de los salvaje. Keep your eyes on the beast. Don't forget to pay your dues. And for the horde. And thank you, Roger, for, for joining us this week. We need to get you an outro. I mean, even though you're not here every right. week, but, you know, you're here enough now that, uh, yeah. We well, need to I, just, I just thought of one. Pray, <laughs> pray for no hunter nerfs because, you know, a patch is coming. So. <laughs> oh, man. I, don't I think know. you mean pray for survival buffs. I mean, right. the class is fine right now, but survival, <laughs> we need to talk, my friend. Yeah, maybe it can be something with surviving. My outro. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah. well, we'll figure it out. Well, but like I said, you're you're welcome to join us any 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 time that you're available. So we love having you as part of the show. So, all right, guys. Well, on that note, I got to get running. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you on the thirty first.
Now let's begin with Illidan, Osirian, and Kilchidim. Magdamar, Ascalor, Gruul, Cthun, and Razorgor. Onyxia to Ragnaros. Which one have we killed the most? Kel'Thuzad to Malagos. We even killed a Kama's ghost. Sapiron, Lucifer, Sulfuron, Archimon, 